Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And today, I'd like to go down memory lane and replay some of the most exciting, fun, and most requested episodes. Now, in today's episode, we're going to go back memory lane and revisit my episode on how to make big moves with small actions. This is definitely a must listen for those of you who have been a little bit uh, suffering with procrastination or imposter syndrome or not being able to just get started with momentum in not just your business but in your personal life. If you've been feeling like you want a jumpstart, especially as we are in 2022, oh my goodness, we're here. This is the episode for you. Get ready and get a pen and paper and we'll dive into some really intuitive and maybe not so intuitive ideas coming to you after this short break. Hey, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time and those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes. I appreciate your time because I know that you've got a bunch of other options and you're here with me. So thank you very much. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. So as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to a lickety split. And let's be friends on social media. You can find me on Twitter on Denise G. Lee or on LinkedIn at Denise George Lee. There you'll be getting lots of inspiration and tips to help grow your service or personal brand business. And that being said, let's talk about confidence. And ironically, as I made this message, this came on the heels of me making the decision to part ways with someone that I was working with. And it was a very scary decision for me because this particular role is something that is very impactful to not just how I run my business, but in large part, how I show up. And I have the situation where every time I was developing a lot of trust with a particular person that was filling this particular role, something would happen with their personal life or just some kind of calamity. So for me to make the decision to part ways with this person who was doing this task was very hard for me on a lot of levels. And that kind of develop the springboard for this time with one another. If you have a pen and a paper, please grab one. If you don't, I'll make sure that I'll still stand by and give you a moment to grab that or just hit the pause button, whichever is most convenient for you. But for real, for real, like this is a really important conversation for me because I think a lot of us stay in situations and with people way longer than what we need to because there's a deep lack of confidence within ourselves that we may not find another opportunity, we may not find another person, we may not find the right thing that feels good even though it sucks, if that makes any sense. Have you ever been in a situation where you definitely want to move on, you want to find a better opportunity or heck, move on from a, a person but you're feeling that this is the best and only shut you've got at business or love or what fill in the blank issue that you are in. And this conversation that we're going to be having is taking a deep dive within ourselves about what we demand 
of not just the our world that we live in, but in ourselves and standing up and making that yes be yes and our no be no instead of shrinking back instead of saying, I don't think it's appropriate or maybe that's not the right time or perhaps I shouldn't be doing this or I should be grateful for what I have. It could be worse. No, no, no. We're going to stop that like right now in its tracks. If you have to say at least it's not that bad, it's it's bad. <laughs> I assure you. If you have to come up with some rationale and spin in any kind of way to make your situation with this person or situation more palatable, trust me, you are actually in the thick of some form of self-loathing. You don't even realize that because I've been there more times than I can count. I've been there. I've bought the t-shirt. I know myself where I'm making so many excuses. And you know what happens with when you t- start telling yourself a lot of excuses? You start spinning lies and you start rationalizing stuff. And your detector system of when things are off and things are bad gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer to the point where you can't even notice when you're lying to yourself about when you need to make a move. We often... For those of us who have grown up in chaotic environments or we had a bunch of jobs where we were excelling, where everyone else was slacking or this thing about a role where you knew you were holding the weight for everybody in the team, there's parts of you that deep down in your heart knows that this is unacceptable, that you your rights are not being fulfilled. Are respected, you're not feeling fulfilled, but you're still hanging on for a thread because for some reason in your mind, you don't feel worthy of yourself. So this is this episode where you get to rise up. This is that episode where you can really repeat to yourself that the mantra that, yes, I can, yes, I'm worthy because this is that episode. If you need to listen to it again and again, please do that. Hit the save button. Make sure that this podcast is stored somewhere that you can reference it as because our brains are so wired to stay in the familiar, even if the familiar is killing us. Let me repeat that again. Our brains are wired to stay in the familiar, even if the familiar is literally tearing us apart from the inside out. And I don't want that for you. I've worked really hard to get to a place emotionally where I can even say this truth to you without feeling a sense of insecurity about, oh my goodness, I don't know how people are going to take this podcast. I am in full conviction that what I have to say is going to really impact someone who's listening. It may be you right now. I don't know. It doesn't matter. (laughs) The point is this truth has to be set out. And I have a list of about five things that I think are going to really impact you in terms of standing up for yourself and moving with conviction. Now, before we begin, I want you to just get a piece of paper and write out, I need to change X situation or this dynamic between me and fill in the blank needs to change. So I'll repeat that again, that I need to change X situation or the dynamic between me and fill in the blank needs to change. Because if we don't put a name to it, a face to it, identify it, we can easily try to rationalize and sweep it away. But actually putting the pen to paper and identifying the person or the and or situation that is causing you 
angst if you you know you're you're biting your lip every time you see them or you feel a little uncomfortable you feel a little edgy you kind of squirm in your seat every time you think about them or around them or you feel like you're on pins and needles that it is a serious wake-up call that you need to stand up for yourself and I'm hoping that this is going to be a really impactful moment for you to have the scales fall from your eyes and for you to see your situation with complete honesty and without any rationalization or without trying to make it seem as not as bad as it would it really is because I think for a lot of us we really try to minimize the bad and maximize the little good so that we can stay in the situation longer than we need to All right, with all of that being said, let's talk about number one is raise up standards by lowering your fear of disappointment. And let's break down and talk about what that really looks like. For a lot of us, we have made a lot of crappy situations seem a lot better than what it looks like. I'll give you an example of business and I'll give you an example of personal so we can just con put some context around it. I remember when I first started in business, they told me, when I say they, meaning Marie uh, Kondo and all those other people that I was reading online said, or Marie Folio, sorry, doesn't matter. Those people online with millions of followers and seemed like it was crushing in business and I was just struggling just to get myself up and running. Anyway, what I heard from them was you need to have some type of email provider. It doesn't really matter. You need to get a list and start selling to them through the list. And I remember at the time I got myself a MailChimp account. And I remember it was one of the cheapest <laughs> uh, plans that I saw because, you know, me every and everybody else who's going to be in their business, we're all bootstrapping it. And I got a MailChimp account and I did not know what I was doing on a lot of levels with sending out business email messages. I would mess up on my headers. I didn't have no, I had no freaking idea how to format things correctly or how to segment. And there's a whole bunch of other things that I just didn't know. And instead of saying to myself, gee, I think that I need to outsource this or perhaps I need to perhaps even take a class or two even if I don't want to outsource it. I was so paralyzed with the fear of asking for help because I didn't want anyone to know that I didn't know what I was doing that I'm I probably sent out a lot of crappy email messages and surprise surprise my list really never really grew because I made crappy uh, opt-in newsletters because I just literally changed a couple of the colors and changed the little images on the templates that were on MailChimp. And oh, hey, hey, we, we all start from somewhere, but that's where I was at the time. And I did it. I freaking did it for a long time because I did not believe in myself that I either needed to ask for help or I, I didn't want to face up to the fact that I was... Sh- really lacking in my skill set for that. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to this, you may have to take a really good cold card look at yourself and say, gee, I, I really don't know what I'm doing. And I need to get over the fear of 
having someone disappoint me, meaning having it outsourced or fear of myself and showing that I really don't know what I'm, I'm doing and be okay with that. I see that so much with new entrepreneurs too, where we are just, we feel that we don't have any money to spend and we're going to have to wear all these hats. And for in the beginning of it, you might have to wear a lot of hats, but if a business really depends on certain things moving correctly and functionally, then we're going to have to bite the bullet and invest in ourselves. Because here's the thing, if we truly believe in our business, we put our money where our mouth is. And I know that sounds really, really hard, especially in the beginning. And I know that sounds really scary, especially if you feel like, I don't know where my sales are coming. I don't know where the money's coming from. Listen, we all feel that way, but none of us typically can grow professionally or personally without investing in ourselves. And let's pivot and talk about this on a personal end. Um, this is kind of personal. <laughs> so I'm surprised I'm even talking about this. But for the longest time, I've always wanted to have longer hair. And I wore lots of wigs. I did all sorts of chemical goopity goop to my hair. And I never did any serious investing in my hair beyond the occasional hairstyles. And I try to do my hair by myself without taking any darn hairstyling classes or heck, even a YouTube video. I just thought I could wing it by myself. And then one day I woke up and I said, if I really want to see healthier hair, I'm going to have to be serious about it. So I made the decision right then and there. I want to educate myself a little bit more than just winging and flinging whatever I saw at the grocery store and picking up or whatever I saw at the hairstylist store. I wanted to be committed to myself. I wanted to learn from people, from professionals. I wanted to enlist professionals help because it wasn't just my hair. I am the, I'm my part of my brand is me and showing up looking haggard and looking not presentable hurt my brand, whether or not I had the most powerful, impactful messages. That's just something that as women, especially as women, we feel a lot of insecurity because we're being judged on our appearances. And the fact of the matter is, as you, as long as you are a female entrepreneur, part of your brand is you, whether you like it or not, we can't hide behind the screen. So I made a decision for my own personal reasons and my professional reasons that I'm going to make in a commitment to myself. I'm going to be a committed to uh, doing things that would help nurture and condition my hair. And I'm not going to go into all the things that I'm doing because that is a little out of scope <laughs> uh, of what we're talking about. The point is I needed to make a decision. Once we say we are going to make a decision for ourselves, it is like making a cut saying I am stopping this and I'm starting this and I'm not looking back I'm not going to waffle back and forth because waffling got me into this mess that I'm in right now and I want better for myself and I want to make my future self happy so make the decision to say I am going to raise my standards and I and regardless of how things go or not I'm not going to let that fear of disappointment or rejection or whatever cloud me from my goals okay now let's pivot to number two is be clear about your needs with yourself and others number two is be clear with about your needs with yourself and others you know i think about even my professional life 
and my early 20s. And I think that one of the reasons why I bombed so freaking bad was because I was a piss poor communicator. I was not clear about expressing what I needed in order to be proficient. And even though the demands never changed, I never communicated and said, hey, I need a little bit more help learning this, or I need a little help learning that. I need mentorship. Now, obviously, I know that upon hindsight, the responsibility of professional development was on me. But at the time, I just thought that people would magically see that I was deficient and they would magically help me. Magically. (laughs) You know, that was what was running through my mind at the time. That somehow, for some miracle, some grace of God, someone was going to see that I was hobbling and looking pathetic and some someone on a white horse would gallop and swoop me up and take me to some type of paradise and save me that never freaking happened what happened was that had all sorts of problems all sorts of problems communicating and things just got really worse for me professionally during certain seasons of my my professional time working time in my 20s. I don't want that for you. I want you to be really clear about what your needs are. Do you need help improving your copywriting? Do you need help improving your speaking skills? Do you need help? Fill in the blank. And I need you to make a commitment to yourself that this is a priority to me. This is what I need. And I This is why I want this. And this is a non-negotiable. This is not up for debate. If you're around someone and you've clearly expressed your needs in terms of how business are to be run, and you know it's reasonable and you know it's needed, and someone is not going to play ball, meaning that they're not going to be supportive of your dream, you need to have a serious, honest, heart conversation with yourself and say, is this person someone that you want them to care? Like you want them caring with you. Do you want them to be with you even though they express complete disinterest and in being aligned with your goals? If they have said, hey, you know what? I'm not really down with you on this idea. For whatever reason, some decisions have to be made. You either cut them out of their responsibilities that you know that you've asked them to do, or you find a replacement, or you raise up your own standards and put yourself around other people that will motivate you, encourage you to do what you've got to do. This reminds me about something that I've heard, a couple of things that I want to share with you, but the, one of the things that I've heard about is that if someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. And and this goes on to so many different aspects of our lives. Professionally, you may have also heard the expression that you should hire slow and fire fast because if someone has shown that they are not a team player, they are toxic, they are not willing to cooperate and be helpful, that toxicity will spread fast like a virus and contaminate your organization and it could cause damage to your organization. 
in terms of morale because you allow that type of toxic mindset to fester. And that same thing comes for even your own self on a micro level. If you're allowing your own mindset to deteriorate and to feel bad about yourself or to question yourself, that can infect so many other areas of your personal life in terms of how you deal with your loved ones and your friends. They could deal your neighbors, it could be impacting your professional life in terms of how you deal with contractors or your first VA or whoever you're taking on. We are making a commitment to ourselves and our needs professionally and personally and saying that no is no, we're done with this. I talk a lot about this and my course, Amazing Attitude. You can find it at denisegeely.com. Go on courses. You can find amazing attitude there. and But anyway, this is where I go into deep dive and talk about how we allow certain people to cause irreparable damage because we let those negative ideas that they planted from their own doubt and their own security or their own disbelief. Because look, here's the thing, uh, feelings, positive or negative, are infectious. So you've got to be careful about who you surround yourself with. Making sure that the people that are in your closest inner circle build you up, lift you up, hold you accountable, and make you a better, smarter person of yourself. Because as much as it is to have fun and yes man around us, that's not going to help us succeed and achieve our goals. That's just a flat. So what I'm trying to say about having these non-negotiables and being clear of ourselves and saying, I have made a decision. I've made a decision for myself and for my life that I want better. I want to better in my business. I want better when I communicate with people. I want better in terms of how I show up professionally. I want better. This is not non-negotiable. I am not going back to where I was. This is not getting improvement. Me just wishing and praying is not happening. I I'm going to take action. And this is again something that you need to be writing down if you haven't done this or like already is that I am taking action to improve this because this matters to me because, and I know I just said a mouthful, so I'll just say again, I am taking this action because this matters to me because, because here's the thing we need, it's not enough for us to say over and over again, I really want to do this. Well, I want, I want to be a supermodel. (laughs) I want, you know, I want to, be friends with Kanye West like I'm just throwing out some stuff but the point I'm trying to make is that just saying for ourselves I want to do something is not enough we need to put our money where her mouth is literally and have these non-negotiables of what we want and ideally we have a deadline attached to it because basically uh, goals without deadlines are dreams so we are focused we are having some form of accountability, meaning we're telling someone beside ourselves that we want this and we are communicating what we want, okay? Now, again, I know I'm saying this all way too super fast because I'm really excited and pumped up about, about this because this is one of the things I really work with my clients about is that let's get deep into these goals. Let's not just say, give it lip service and say, oh, I want to do this. Like, let's actually put this plan to action and that accountability and having someone alongside you accelerates things. I definitely have made so much better strides at myself professionally once I was on the guidance of mentorship. Oh my gosh, night and day than me trying to wing it and fling it by myself. 
And actually, that brings me to um, my next point. Number three is get support. I don't care if it's a coach or a mentor or support group. Get support. There is a part of us that does a really freaking excellent job of delaying and procrastinating and getting comfortable in the uncomfortable, if that makes any sense. We are really, really super good about languishing and letting the days and the weeks and the years fly by and making no freaking progress because as much as our situation sucks, we're staying we're staying in the situation because we are afraid of doing any other way. We're afraid that we'll disappoint others. Heck, we might even disappoint ourselves. And that's what keeps us in that terrible, crappy situation for so long. And I don't want that for you. I want so much better for you. And I think you want better for yourself. And that's going to happen when you are around people that are rallying and cheerleading and just helping you succeed. That doesn't happen automatically. You need to have those people. And it kind of brings back to what I said earlier is that, you know, you are literally a replica of the five people that you surround yourself with. And now are these people bringing you up? Or are they tearing the tearing you down? That's something that you have to sit and evaluate yourself. And if you don't have that, you need to get that. And I'm hoping that this might be the wake up call for some of you guys who are listening who are saying, oh, crap, I really need to do something different. I just don't know what it is. Okay. now let's talk about uh, number four is please stop selling for scraps. And when I say that, let me paint you a picture. Now, I remember many years ago. I was hearing about this very, very famous entrepreneur and he grew up in the, the literally the streets of Rio de Janeiro. And in his mind, even though he came to the US, he was adopted and he made a big success out of his life, he still lived that street urchin lifestyle of scraping and never wanting to spend and never wanting to invest in himself because in his mind, even though he was far from those crappy little areas that he was, but in his mind, he was mentally there. Are you in a much better place than you were from your childhood or heck even a few years ago, but your mind is still reliving and playing those tapes over and over again? That's called selling for scraps. That means that even though we are in the present where our minds mentally are still in the past. Are you living in the past right now or are you living in the present? Are you still replaying those those traumatic events of how you had next to nothing and that right now you have to hold on to every single little bit that you have because if you lose if you give it up right now you'll never know when you're accumulated back. Well, here's the thing. Money, time, you will always have an abundance of money, but you will never have an abundance of time. And sometimes in order to gain more time, we need to give up money. And in order to gain more freedom, we need to give up more money. In order to give up more sense of awareness and enjoyment of life, perhaps we need to drop being guarded with others. 
You get what I'm trying to say? Sometimes we're holding on to the things that are actually keeping us trapped. And settling for scraps means that I am so freaking afraid. I'm future tripping and thinking that nothing is possible. That means I need to hold on to what I have for freaking dear life because I don't know any other way than how I'm existing right now. And if that is how you're living right now, I want to let you know that there is so much better for you. So much better for you. And if you need to, you need to replay to yourself on loop that I have survived and there is much better for me. I have survived and there's so much, there's more for me. I need to trust in myself and my abilities that I will find better ways. Even if you feel trapped right now, I assure you there is probably a better way than how you're doing things right now. And settling for a crappy uh, uh, virtual assistant or a crappy client or fill in the bank because a lot of the clients that I have dealt with in the past, they are settling for such crappy things. And I want to show you this much better out there. You just need to trust and believe in yourself and the solutions will come. And lastly, I want to tell you is don't stop searching. A lot of us when we feel like the not solution doesn't come instantaneously, we try to kid ourselves and say, well, that means it's not meant for me or the solution doesn't come instantaneously or we burn through a crap, a uh, series of crappy romantic partners or crappy family relationships or fill in the blank. We come to the conclusion that that means it's not meant for me. That is not true. It just means that it hasn't happened yet. If you are of the conviction that this is a path or a journey that you're supposed to be going on, you're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs before that prince shows up. That's just, I don't know any other way to say it. You're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs. That is just the process. That is the journey. That is what you need to do because I truly believe you are meant for bigger and brighter things. You have to trust and believe in yourself and your journey and what needs to happen. And I assure you that that will come when you make it a non-negotiable account saying that non-negotiable again but it's so important that we are not going to make our present reality dictate our future success there is more if we have to write affirmations and meaning that i am worthy i'm confident the solution will come and we have to look at it i personally have affirmation myself i repeat on loop every day because we do a really great job as humans of filling our brains with a whole bunch of negative stuff and less positive. We, and when we focus on the negatives, we crowd out all of the possibilities. We crowd out the creativity. So I want to assure you that the solutions are really right in front of us. We just need to keep digging and digging and don't believe that someone else's no that says to you is, is not going to be a yes to somebody else. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you really enjoyed this time with one another. We had, I'm hoping that this is a lot of good, insightful stuff that is going to really help propel you to where you need to go next. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, please reach me out at hello at denisegelee.com. Love to talk with you. And also, if you've been loving this stuff, please make sure that you write me a review. I would greatly appreciate it. That means that I know what you like to hear and I will give you more of it. Well, with that being said, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.